Hello again, and welcome back to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I am Patty Blenderman. I'm an ADHD coach and your host focusing on all things ADHD friendly. This is episode 12. And in this episode, I'm going to lightly revisit success journals, but really focus on visual success journals. I'm going to share what they are and why I call mine an Expecto Patronum journal. So if you're a Harry Potter fan, that hopefully will connect and make a lot of sense to you, but I'll explain it for everybody as we dive into our topic today around success journals and how they truly do form a foundational piece of any powerful palm. We talked about palms in the last episode, so I'm building on that as promised with some information on success and specifically visual success journals. So as I shared in my earlier podcast around success journals, which was episode two, if you want to go back and visit it, I did a deeper dive on the topic of success journals and why they're important to an ADHD wired brain. Everybody's brains are wired for negativity. That's true for everyone with ADHD brain wiring. I would say we're hardwired for it. It's it's our go-to, we connect to it. We have lots of examples of things that maybe we didn't do well or um, we struggle with, and we tend to focus on those more and have more examples of them. So it's really important that we hold on to, capture, and find ways to reconnect with examples of successes. And as I shared in the earlier podcast, uh, my success journal that I write in, but what I want to focus on today is a visual success journal. And I'm going to share what mine looks like and some examples from it. So you have, again, a little bit more of a roadmap of what you might want to explore if it interests you to create one of your own. When I write in my physical success journal that I I literally write things in three successes a day is my routine. I don't go back and read it often. What I do is I try to go back once a month. I have a reminder in my calendar to go back and pull anything from that, that I, I had may not have captured a picture of, or that maybe I took a picture, but I haven't done anything with it yet. And I pull those pictures and I put them in one of two places. One is in my phone app. I have a folder for each year that's just told like for this year, it's called 2021 um, successes. And I just drag pictures in there. So they're there. The other thing that's much more powerful and that I actually use much more often is a physical success journal that's visual. The nice thing about the phone um, camera app is you it's with you anywhere you go. So if you're out and you need a little positive boost, you can really quickly and easily access pictures that show evidence of your successes. But I personally love a physical one. So I'm gonna share my visual success journal. And this is just a regular binder. Um, I actually have had this for years and haven't had a chance to transfer it over yet. I probably at some point might wanna turn it into um, one of the disc notebooks that I just love so much. But I started it in a physical binder and that's where it still lives. And so I just want to share a couple of the categories that I created. This is, again, something I made from scratch to support my own brain. So the categories that I made up are my categories. I'll invite you to explore what categories might you have in your success journal if it interests you to make a visual one. So the the first tip I'm going to give um, 
you to support you if it is if it is something that you want to try making on your own is be aware of where you might slip into perfectionism around around perfectionism around this i um tried my hand at scrapbooking when my kids were younger didn't have the patience for it i spent an enormous amount of time laying out two pages and I never got beyond that. And even now, when I go back and look at it, it doesn't fill me with any sense of joy or sense of accomplishment because it just doesn't look for the amount of time I spent on it and the amount of effort that it went into it. It just doesn't look very nice. So I always thought of myself as not being a very creative person. I'm not very, I can't paint. I can't draw anything more than stick figures. So I just never really thought of myself as creative. And it's only been through the time that I've had my business that I've come to see that I am creative in my own way. Um, and I'll talk about that more in a minute, but I want to share three examples from different sections from my success journal, my visual success journal. And the first is something that I call daring greatly. And it's a section where I pull pictures of things that I've done, even though they scared me, I would say, despite the fact that they scared me. And the first that I'm going to share is, um, I went and I did a, a couch to half marathon, I registered in secret. I even put a note in here that I registered for in 2019. And I told nobody, including my husband, I just decided to register and see how it felt over time. Because I knew if I told people that the expectation might overwhelm me, if other people were like, hey, how's the running going? I just wouldn't do it. And so I didn't tell anybody until I, I started seeing, could I run again? Could I you know, build a routine around it? Um, but paying for the half marathon at Disney World it was in January of 2020, so coming up on two years ago, really created the urgency because I financially committed myself. Didn't mean I had to do it, but I would lose the money if I didn't do it. So it created a lot of accountability. And then I started building structure around it. And it's one of the things I'm most proud of because it scared me so much and I did it anyway. So that's in my daring greatly section. Then I have a section that I call evidence. I can finish what I start. If you have ADHD brain wiring, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of us really struggle to finish things. I have lots of evidence of things I didn't finish. And I realized it was important to acknowledge that it's not true. I can't finish things. I just struggle finishing certain things, but there are things I can finish. And one of them, I love doing jigsaw puzzles. So I have pages of examples of jigsaw puzzles. I finish every time I finish a puzzle, I take a picture, I print it out and I slap it in here. That's my hack to get around perfectionism. I just print it on regular paper. I cut it out with regular scissors. I slap it in here with a piece of tape and I write on it with regular pen. It goes on regular paper, nothing special. And then it just goes into a sheet protector and into my binder. If I expected myself to lay it out, like I explained in my scrapbooking example, I would never do it. I would have a pile maybe of pictures I printed and never did anything with, or I would keep intending to do it. This is my quick, easy way around expecting myself to do more. I have to keep it simple enough to sustain the practice of adding to it. Um, the other evidence I could finish is knitting. And so I have pictures of things I've knitted. I've always wanted to be a knitter of socks. And so I just write little, again, just with a pen. And this is for me. And this is all I need. I don't care about handwriting, how pretty and how, how balance the layout is it's more important that i get things in there so i can go back and challenge any negative self-talk with evidence like mm, that's not true i may not have finished this but i do finish things and i can really step back and ask well what was it about that that helped me to finish it and i can use it in a more powerful way and the last section that 
I have is evidence that I'm creative. As I shared again with my scrapbooking example, um, I'm not creative in the traditional sense of creativity, but I am creative in my business. And I created a, a post for Instagram. Um, this was in January of 2021. I knew that because I write little notes on my um, pages. And I love, I'm a, a big fan of Star Wars and Harry Potter. This is a Star Wars example where I was watching um, Clone Wars with my daughter. <laughs> And I'd never seen Clone Wars before. So we were, we were in this, this pattern of watching all of the episodes of Clone Wars for all the different seasons. And I, I turned the, the picture. I saw all of the guys working in the, um, on the deck here. And I thought, well, what if, I'm had, what if one of them had ADHD? And so I made a little um, work center where he has post-its all around. And so if you're listening to this, I'm just showing a picture of... Um, a stormtrooper with all of the post-its around and the little um, bubble says, crap, where did I put that clearance code? And it just made me laugh. I thought it was funny. It just tickled my brain. And, and I figured out how to make a visual representation of that and then posted on Instagram. And it just felt like such a big win that I, I turned something that I saw in my brain into um, a post that I thought, you know, was such a great example that I can be creative if something is sparkly enough for my brain to create enough interest to figure it out. So I wanted to highlight that. The other um, part that I'm going to really drive home here is because I have visual pictures, I don't have to read through a list of examples. I don't have to process a lot of words because again, as I shared with my three successes a day journal, I don't go back and read them, but pictures support me because my my brain processes visual much more easily than written words. So many of us with ADHD are strong visual processors. Processing is just a strong modality for us to learn new things and take in information. If that's true for you, having a visual way to connect to your successes is incredibly powerful. And it's so powerful that I've seen... Um, People call some journals Patronus journals. Um, so if you're a Harry Potter fan, this is my reference. Um, Patronuses in Harry Potter are, um, they're like a defensive charm. And it's a positive force that's created, that's filled with hope and happiness. And it literally repels what are called dementors in Harry Potter. So they're like soul-sucking creatures. Our negative brain wiring is like soul-sucking for us. It's just so depleting. I love the idea of calling it an expecto patronum journal because expecto patronum is the, the spell that creates the patronus. So when you think about trying to shift out of a negative mindset or out of negative rumination, having a visual journal filled with things that you feel a sense of accomplishment for having achieved it, is so powerful. It just pulls me out of negative mindset. It shifts my negative thinking. It, it, it has the Patronus effect. This is so powerful for me and I've enjoyed it so much. I did something different this year and this podcast comes out after Christmas. And I waited to talk about this on purpose because what I did was I decided to make one for my husband. And this is tricky because the reason that a visual success journal works is because they're filled with things that 
the person that owns it has a sense of accomplishment for. So I knew when I decided to make this for my husband as a Christmas gift, I had to pick things that felt like a sense of accomplishment for him. So there are a lot of things that I think are amazing that I would include because I personally believe that it, it's worthy, but he wouldn't agree with me. And I know what they are. So I, I really intentionally left them out. And I only put things in that I believe when he sees the, the picture evidence, he would agree that he has a sense of accomplishment. He feels good about the result, about the accomplishment. And I'm just going to share um, what that looks like. So first I'm going to share that I picked my beautiful arc notebook that I just love these. He gets the updated version for his um, expecto patronum journal. And in it, my husband took up woodworking. Oh, it's been a number of years ago now, but he's gotten really um, quite good at it and through a lot of effort. So one of the things that I want to highlight is he took the pick, all of the puzzles that I was finishing. I just kept stacking them up. I would back them and I'd stack them up because I wanted them framed. And I had all these images of taking them and having them framed, but it just didn't happen. And then it occurred to me that maybe he could make me custom frames. And so I, I printed pictures of the frames that he made for me and put them in here because I know he enjoyed doing that. And then he had a good sense of accomplishment for he picked colors that would, that would go well with the different puzzles. He would change the different colors for um, the different puzzles. And even for my daughter, he made a frame um, that he, it's hard to see in this picture, but he painted the sides of it to match Ahsoka. Um, and so it was really just a nice little touch. And then I wanted to highlight here, he even made me last Christmas, he made me a puzzle um, tray that I could do puzzles in the sides pull out where I can store the extra pieces. So I had a place that I could put my puzzle down, but if we needed to use the table, I could pick it up and move it. I'd seen it on Etsy and I showed him a picture and he figured out how to make it and made it for me. And I know that that was something he felt really um, proud of himself for having accomplished. So I included that in his Expecto Patronum journal. When you think about this idea, if there's a, a spark of interest, again, I, I just invite you to think about what's the easiest way to begin, what picture, are you already aware, like, oh, that would go in there for sure. If we just start, it's so much easier to keep adding things to it. So find the easy way to begin. If, you, if you're more of a scrapbooker, great, have at it, have fun with it. Um, but just allow yourself to explore the easiest way to begin. If you're thinking about making one for somebody else, who else might benefit from a visual success journal or an expecto patronum journal in your family? But remember, if you're making it for somebody else, particularly a kid, um, after I made this one for my husband, I don't know why it didn't occur to me earlier, but it really hit me that, oh my gosh, I wanna do this for my kids. This is so amazing. Um, if they would do it for themselves, that's great. But if they're resistant to doing them for themselves, making it could be a way to get them started. And, and I just want to highlight in my husband's, I left intentionally room for more. And there's blank um, sheet protectors in here for him to add. My intention wasn't to give him a finished journal, like here, you're done. It was to get him started. And if there was a benefit that he saw to it, to make it easy for him to keep going with it. Um, I'm not attached to it. If he doesn't use it, I'm okay with it. I got a lot of joy out of making it. But when I think about making it for my kids, Again, I want to just invite you, if that's something that's sparkly for you to think about, only things that you believe they would have a sense of accomplishment. I kept 
everything in here really easy in the one I made for my husband for him to take things out. So if there's pictures, he's like, oh, I, I remember when I made that. Um, there's flaws here. If he doesn't have that sense of it, that's fine. I want him to be able to take it out easily and make it his. It's not mine. I'm giving it as a gift. But it was it's just so powerful for me to have my own. I wanted to make it easy for my husband and now my other kids to have one of their own so they can start and keep up with theirs with a little bit more ease. So that's what I wanted to talk about today around how to start a visual success journal or what I call an expecto patronum journal um, in a way that is very ADHD friendly. As always, I really do appreciate your time, your focus and attention as I shared how to really create a strong foundation for yourself and if you have a personal owner's manual, a palm for your palm and hopefully created a little bit of a spark to try creating one of your own visual success journals with a little bit more ease so you can make your life a little more ADHD friendly. Until next time, Kelly Howe.